Someone mailed me this. We did the superheroes, and uh, we have all these Marvel and D detective cop uh, comic heroes. And there's Jesus in the middle explaining to them how he saved the world. <laughs> uh, I thought that was so, so cool. Uh, my, my, the title of my sermon is Put in a Sign. And the title of my sermon, and it is Notice Temporarily Out of Service. That's, that's the name of my sermon. Notice Temporarily Out of Service. Okay, let's be honest. This, this is, this is going to be a sermon full of uh, images. Okay, so turn and press the next and say, be honest now. How many of you have ever run out of gas when you were driving? I mean, you ran out of gas, okay? Okay, not, the, not that it got low, you ran out of gas, okay? Okay, okay, yeah. Well, and I've never, by the grace of God, I've never run out of gas, which is crazy. Wait, you, you ran out of gas? Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So, so you know when you're driving and the needle's on E, and then it goes like below E, and then the light goes on, and you're like, I, I still got a few more miles, but you know you really got to start now looking for a gas station, okay? And... How many of you, like me, you drive up to a gas station uh, because you want to, if you get the next image, you, you're trying to uh, hopefully pump some gas into your, uh, your, your tank, and you know you need 93 octane. Uh, but when you get there, you discover, next image, that the gas you want out of service. And how many of you like me, they say sorry, but sorry ain't helping you. Can I get a witness out there? Okay. Uh, how many of you, you know, like many times when I'm at the hospital with Vanessa or AR and and you know, you're staying there for a while, and those of you who've stayed with your kids, and you're like, all of a sudden your stomach's grumbling, and you want to get something from the vending machine. Can I get a witness? Okay, okay. I remember I was, I was driving on a highway, and I shared this with some of you before. Uh, driving on the highway, we were going to a family reunion uh, with, the, with uh, the William Selman family, and you know how all of a sudden 
hunger hits you, you know, like, I can't go on any further. Like, you, you know, you know, you, like you can't, but you're, you, you're acting like you're in the middle of the Sahara Desert. And you're like, oh, so I stopped at this hotel. And I said, surely the hotel will have a vending machine in there. Are you with me? And so how many of you have experienced, you put your money in, and the thing goes, and then the item is kind of stuck. Can I get a witness out there? Okay. okay. In the balcony, can I get a witness? And, it, and it's like, it's, it's like almost there. And so what do you do? You, 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 you shake it. You shake it. Not, so I, was, I started shaking like, and you, and you shake it, but it doesn't come out. And then you get mad because they took your money and you're hungry. Can I get a witness out there? So I shook and shook and shook. And all of a sudden, the next picture happens. I got my little Doritos. Saw the housekeeper like doing their thing. And I ran out the door. It was a long time ago. The Lord has given me forgiveness. Hey, don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> but what's worse is that you, you go up to the vending machine and you, you say, okay, I know these Doritos. They used to cost 75 cents. Now they're $1.25. So you put your money because it only takes quarters. And you put your money in and you're expecting that it's going to come out, and then you realize this sign is on the machine, and the machine is telling you, wrong machine, but anyway, out of service. Of course, the other pictures you see, you're desperate for money. Can I get a witness out there? And how many of you like me, you're cheap, meaning that you're looking for the ATM from your bank. Because you're like, why should I give these jokers, can, can I get a witness, why should I give them an extra $3 for my money? Okay. And how many of you, like me, I say this is, this, is, this is a time for confession, you probably have driven, you probably spent more in gas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see some spouses looking at each other. But see, that's right. But it's the principle of the thing. Can I get a witness out there? This is consecration. I, I feel like this is reverse therapy. You are my psychologist and my therapist. And I'm just talking. I'm, we're just talking here. And you, you go to the ATM machine thinking that you're finally going to get what you're looking for. And you see the sign out of service. There's a demand that, the, so in the first case, you need gas. In the second case, you need nourishment. In the third case, you need money. And, and the, the thing that was supposed to service you was temporarily out of order and out of service. Jesus here is 
given this parable, many of us have heard it a number of times, about the seed and the sower and the soil. And many times we know about the soil that some fell on good ground, some fell on uh, good ground and some fell on, well, that's the latter part, uh, some fell on, you know, uh, among the weeds. And many of us heard it be this before, and if you have it, you know, read the whole chapter. It's fascinating. But what, what struck me is, is the part where in verse 13 it says, the seed falling on gravel represents those who initially respond to the word with joy. In other words, they, they, they heard the word preached, they heard, they received the message through the scriptures, they're reading the Psalms, and they're like, wow, this is good. I, th I'm really enjoying this. It says, but, but soon after they read it, soon after they received the word with joy, when a season of harassment from the enemy, when a season of a difficulty comes to them, they wither and fall away, for they have no root in the truth, and their faith is tempor temporary. Their faith is temporary. Again, we're talking about notice temporarily out of service. Are you with me so far? Anybody out there? What is interesting about these words, um, the, the, the King James Version and the NIV, when it talks about this, the time of testing, the time of trial, this word, this word time, or season, many of you are probably familiar with the two Greek words for time. There is chronos, which is chronology, uh, literal time. So chronos time means today is Sunday, March 18th. You know, depending on what watch you're looking at, it is 920. That's chronos time, chronology. But then there is kairos time. And 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 Jesus says here that when the kairos time, this, this word kairos is the appropriate time, the opportune time, or the seasonal time, when the seasonal time comes. The, and, and what Jesus is saying is that there is going to be a season when the devil harasses you. There is going to be a kairos moment when where life is going to be difficult. And that's why the word has got to go deep in us. The promises of God has got to go deep because there is going to be a season of harassment. Anybody in that season right now? Could you slip up your hand? Okay, Season of difficulty. But it's only a season. This Tuesday, no matter what the temperature says, it will be a new 
season called spring. Hallelujah. Now, the, now, now, now here's, what's, here's what's frightening. I, I went to the, the Cape in November. And, you know, at least for me, because I've been to the Cape, Lord knows how many times, from a child even to adult, you know, you have in your mind, have you ever had in your mind that I want to go to a certain restaurant? I have a taste for a certain food. And you get there. And it's not simply that it's closed for the day. But down the Cape and these other places, they say we are closed for the season. And you're and you're upset because you had a taste for that item. You even said to yourself, I'll come back tomorrow. But they say, no, we are closed for the season. Meaning that you, if you want to eat here, you're going to have to come back at the end of May. And my point is, is that for some of us, People are coming to us because they need gas in their tank. People are coming up to us because they need something that will nourish them, that will just take them just a little further. But when they come to us, our lives are saying, notice I am temporarily out of service. Why? Because my faith has been temporary. As I said last week, God needs Marvel characters. He needs, he needs people who he doesn't need. Look, I'm, I'm beginning to realize God doesn't need Christians. God needs believers. Because mm. you can be a Christian and not a believer. If you would be honest, there are times in our lives that the only difference between our lives and a morally sound unbeliever is that we say we're Christians. But other than that, there's really no difference. God needs believers. Are you with me so far? We're going to get a little deeper here. Jesus says in this text, when a season of, or a, of harassment from the enemy and a season of difficulty from the enemy, this word difficulty in the King James Version, it says temptation. And it's a Greek word that says it means a season when there is trial or testing on whether or not a person is determined, devoted, which means completely vowed, completely sold in. This word this word temptation 
means dependable. This word temptation means tenacious. They're not dependable. When harassment comes, they're not dependable. When difficulty comes, they're not tenacious when difficulty comes because their faith is temporary. God needs people whose faith is not temporary so that when testing comes, they are dependable. They are tenacious. Are you hearing me so far? What do you mean? Excuse me. How long has this been hanging here now? About 15 minutes or so. Okay. If no one messes with it, and you come back next week, should that still be up there? Yeah. In other words, the word dependable, D-E means down, down. So when you descend, you climb down. When you ascend, you climb up. Are you with me? Able, of course, means able, can. Pendo is a Latin word which means to hang. So dependable means I am able to hang you hang down things on you. So God is saying, can I put responsibility on you? Can I hang stuff on you and trust that you will still be there when I get back? I'm so glad that when Jesus hanged down on a tree, that after hour number one and hour number two, he was still up there making sure that my salvation and the price of my salvation was fully and completely completed. Can Jesus hang responsibility on you and you be dependable, you be tenacious and say, I am going to hold out until you come back and do what you say you're going to do. During seasons and trials of testing, uh, being out of order, being out of service is bad for business. I looked at this parable. It is found in uh, Matthew chapter 13. It is found in Mark chapter 4. And it's also found here in Luke chapter 13. And there's something I've never noticed it in my life. But when you look at the text, who is, who is the devourer of the seed? This is not deep. Who? Well, we know, okay, the, we know literally the birds are the, are the, but 
Who does Jesus say is the devourer, the killer, the eater of the seed? Satan. Satan, right? Okay. And who is the soil? Your heart. This is not deep. Okay. What is the seed? Okay. So the scripture says that, right? Who's the sower? It doesn't say. I read it three times. I was like, what? It doesn't say. Jesus does not say who the sower is. So, I'm going to say that the sower is God. He's the farmer. And with God, he is depending on the fact that we will bear fruit or else if we don't bear fruit, his kingdom is going out of business. Now, I know we don't want that responsibility, but he's expecting that if he sows seeds in us, that we're going to produce so that the kingdom can expand. Are you, are you with me so far? And so I want to talk about, I'm just going to list them and then I'm going to get to this point and we're going to pray. When we are out of order, when we are out of order, or should I say we are out of order when we are, number one, out of God's presence, number two, out of God's power, and number three, out of God's purpose. When we are out of service, when we are out of order, when we are in a place where we're not producing, we're out of God's presence, we're out of God's power, and we're out of God's purpose. Are you following me so far? Okay, let me close with this very quickly. I'm going to get to the rest of this next week because I want us to be ready for this 91-hour watch. But I want to talk about being out of God's purpose. Can I be transparent with you now? This is super transparent. Last night, well, yesterday I was just feeling like, have you ever had one of those days where you're just like depressed? Like depressed, okay? I'm just talking about me. And last night, I said to my wife, and, and she looked like, whoa. I said, I said, honey, I don't even want to go to church tomorrow. I don't, I don't. But in my mind, because, you know, it's, one, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing when you spend time in the market before you come work for the church. So in my DNA, it's always been, you know, show up for work. And so by his grace, I was thinking about by the grace of God, say by the grace of God, by, by the grace of God, I have never, in, in my 23 years of pastoring, I've never, ever missed a preaching assignment in this church due to illness. Never. Never. Every time I was supposed to preach, I preached. That's the grace of God. I didn't want to, I just like, I don't want to go, I, I, I don't want to go to church, I don't want to preach, I don't. I'm just done. I wake up this morning, and, and, and I'm preaching a sermon. 
temporary out of service. <laughs> Think about that. I'm preaching. Of all the message I'm preaching, <laughs> I, w- I was going to be the illustration. So I wake up this morning at 3.45 a.m. And the Lord says, stop praying over the, the, my prayer list. So I'm praying over my prayer list. And I'm feeling pretty good. And then the Lord said to me, and please hang with me and then we'll pray. The Lord says to me, I've been telling you since last year that you're supposed to wake up in the morning and after you pray, you're supposed to go on a, at least a 20 to 30 minute walk with me. And I was like, okay. He said, no, 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 not, not walk inside. Walk outside. So what do you think is the first thing I did? Huh? No, I, no I, 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 was, I was already up. First thing I did was look at the temperature. And the temperature said 14 degrees feels like, there you go, feels like one. And I said, Lord. And he said, he said, all right, let's, let's, let's do this thing. So I had, my, I had my flannel pajamas on, and I was like, well, no, I'm not taking these bad boys off. Let me put, so I put on my, you know, my I don't know, sweatpants or whatnot, and I had everything geared. And, and I got outside, and I said, hasha tarabaha. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. And... And the Lord said, okay, let's start walking. So we, just 4.30 in the morning, you know. And the Holy Ghost is so smart because I had on, I, I had on these nice headphones, you know, because I'm going to listen to praise work, music and pray in the spirit. And, and the Lord says to me, why well, have on these headphones? Really? He says, what do you hear? And I said, I don't hear anything. I mean, these are great. He says, uh, you, you want to hear cars if they're coming behind you. You put on a different set of headphones so you can hear people rolling up on you. So change my headphones. And so I did my walk. And anybody know where I live? I walked down the hill all the way to Mass Ave, then all the way to Trader Joe's, then back. Yeah, you know. So got back. And the Lord said, how do you feel? I said, I feel great. I feel Yes. I was like, woo! I'm going to close with this. Get this email from somebody. This is about 7.30. I look at the email. And it says, they said, Bishop, I'm praying for you. And they, the, and they said, it was one of them, one of them Nigerian prayers. Not, not, I'm praying for you, but it was boo, 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 boo. I checked the time of when they were praying. They started praying for me at 3.50 a.m. Because they answered his call. I said, that's why I was feeling so much better. Because when God made a demand on them, they were not experienced.